When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, I gotta. I can't wear my hat today. It's too stinking hot in here. Yeah, I, you know, I ran into that in Florida. In Florida. I well, had, this ain't Florida. This no. is a radio studio. Oh, it's no. hot as blazes in here. I had my, I had my ball cap, my Harley ball cap right. on, and all that heat just stays on your head. Oh yeah. And I yeah. had to take it off. You know. Anyway, very very hot. <sighs> it is a little little moist in here. Uh, yeah. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I got to talk with Scott Labato this morning. Can we play that again? All right. Uh, just because I, I I got here right at the front end and then I started prepping, doing my final prep, and so I didn't hear the the interview. Well, let's do it right now. Sure. Uh, I uh, Scott Labato. He's the guy from New York who's right. uh, give me pizza, or give me death. <laughs> and he's the, uh, the the relentless patriot. By the way, this is on my podcast. You can right. go to the website and all that stuff if you want to hear the whole thing. But you can also go to his website. It's L-O-B-A-I-D-O, Scott Labedo. He's actually a really good artist. That, that, well, Lane was telling me that he's really good. I'm going to check it no, out. No, he's really good. Wow. Here's Nancy Pelosi tearing up the Constitution. <laughs> the official portrait of President Joseph R. Biden, which is an empty suit standing at a podium. Well, and he's cool. really good at this. So uh, let's just dip into my conversation with Scott Labedo from one hour ago. He's a patriot like you and I are, and he's standing up for New Yorkers because the Biden administration is trying to destroy the pizza business in New York by taking away their their, uh, uh, wood-burning ovens, which does absolutely nothing to harm the environment. Remember, this whole climate change thing is nothing but a cult that's made up. It's a hoax. You'd have to burn every pizza oven in New York 24 hours a day for the next 849 years. I did the math to match one year of what John Kerry does to the environment in his jet airplane. Scott Labedo joining me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Scott, you're a hero, man. Good morning. No, hero is not the word for me. I am just a regular New Yorker who loves my country and loves my city. I creatively stand up to this woke bull that goes on every day, every night. Well, I got to tell you, man, the New York pizza party is a great idea. Give me liberty, give me pizza or give me death uh, is a shout that I don't know. That, that should be on T-shirts all across this country. Yeah, it, uh, you know, uh, like I said, uh, in Boston, they toss tea mm. to make a statement. And yesterday, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Tuesday, I, Monday, I tossed pizza, and uh, that was the New York pizza party. And it it, ooh, it was a shot heard around the world. And you know why? <laughs> because this isn't just happening here in America. This is happening all around the world. I got fans in Australia, in Canada. It happens the same all over the place. And I don't understand how it happened, 
how people let this happen. You know, we got this thing in the sky. I mean, I don't know if you heard me say it. It's, it's my motto. It's this big thing in the sky. It's huge. It's called the sun. It spews out shooting <laughs> flames of insane heat and fire. And it's called the sun. And every once in a while, she gets pissy. And whether it was a million years ago, 50 years ago, or yesterday, she controls the climate she controls the thermostat on this little planet called Earth. It ain't the pizza. It ain't my SUV. It ain't the pizza. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so we got a problem. Okay, well, we, we have a problem with the tape. Over it ain't there. the pizza. We, the, the heat is affecting our machines in here, too, because we've had <laughs> terrible technical difficulties. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, but anyway, nice. it, the, whole, the entire thing is on my podcast over there, KTSA.com. That's yeah, KTSA.com. He's what we – well, first off, okay, that's a real – he is a real New Yorker. I mean, w- yeah, when he totally. said we used to be known for being gritty mm-hmm. and, you know, we strong and plain spoke and – and and he's right. They've they've been wussified. I'm not going to use his word, but uh, you know he's wussified a straight, with a p. Right. He's a straight talking New Yorker, and we need more of that because there was a point in time when New York City was a badass place. Isn't that what we need all across America? Yeah. I mean, look at look at what New York was after 9/11. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was the model of of how to react to something as horrible as that. And since then, their politicians have which. In reality, they keep reelecting. Right. This is the land of AOC. Have, they've just ruined that town. Well, she, you know, and 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 they're they're allowing them to take away their their pizza ovens. I mean, pizza which, which, ovens in New York. And I'm serious about the 849 years. Holy crap! I, I did the I did the math on that. Right, 800, 849 right. years. Uh, so we all know the whole climate change thing is a ho- hoax. And we came back and we just recapped what he had to say. First of all, the sun shoots off hot stuff that's uh, you know getting pissy. <laughs> It's a big, hot, yellow thing. And she's pissy right now. Yes. That's the first thing. Second thing, she she called Greta Thunberg. Who's that? Hansa and Gretel? Hansa and Gretel. (laughs) (laughs) She's both. (laughs) And then then I brought up the, because we have another story about the windmills. And I brought the, you have that? You have the windmill story? All right, go ahead, Jimmy. It's Listen, I, I, I spewed this on one of my social media platforms the other day about the insanity of these whales and uh, other animals in the sea that are dying, getting washed up, their whole environments are being ruined. And it is the same people. This is the beauty of the insanity. The same people that are trying to save the whales are killing the whales by putting these giant windmills in the ocean. Okay? The birds, the eagles, the exotic birds that these windmills kill. It's not a joke. I mean, it's serious. These are the same people wanting to save these creatures are killing them. And what happens when those windmills die out? You think they just uh, dismantle them, put them in a little suitcase, and send them off on a unicorn up into space? No, <laughs> these things leak all sorts of grease and oil. They collapse. They just drop them right into the ocean to destroy the whole underwater environment. It blows your mind. And let me just explain this. I've been around this country for 30 years traveling, doing this kind of thing, painting American flags, you know, all over and rooftops, just promoting Americanism and fighting this PC stuff for 30 years. And I noticed things, something about people. It's these people that want to stop the pizza ovens and throwing us down, you know, little uh, Hansel, what's the Hansel and Gretel, the little girl from Hansel and Gretel who said we'd be dead last week, five years ago. And Al Gore, 2012, we'd be underwater. 
these people never really followed their dream because they were so distracted by all of this, to this. woke bull and this you know sensitive politically correct insanity that they never followed their dream to the fullest so they are self-loathing <laughs> they hate themselves right. so what does that mean that means i hate myself so you the hell with you. You can't have pizza. <laughs> I hate I myself, so you can't, you have, can't pizza. have pizza. He was just, and, and, you know, as Jimmy said when it was over, that was the interview of the year right there, man. Oh, it's he, great. He, he owned well, it. And I, I, all I did was I kind of backed up and let him have the stage because right. he's so good on his own. Oh, yeah. He's just phenomenal. And he needs to be, well, we were talking about whether or not he's been on Rogan yet. I mean, he needs to be everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. I, and I think he will be. You know? I, I hope so. I, I, you he's going to be a regular commentator for your show. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, he will be. Every now yeah. and again. He will be. Well, and I looked at his art. His art is really good. It's good, he's isn't really it? really talented yeah. dude. I mean, uh, that's not easy. That's not an easy kind of painting uh, that he does. So, you know, uh, he he lays it out in plain language. And when you're surrounded by bull crap, and yes, people who hate themselves, you know, remember the AI thing about a week ago where it said that AI determined that most liberal Democrats yep. are, especially the women, are just really miserable, self-loathing people. Yeah. Because they are. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, and they, they, they transfer <laughs> that bitterness on everybody else. So, so, yeah, you can't have pizza. You hate yourself, so you can't have – I hate myself, so you can't have pizza. That but, was just great. But haven't you ever met somebody like that in your life yeah. who's, like, really bitter and yeah. self-hating oh, yeah. and, and they make everybody else miserable? miserable. That's what sure. the Democratic Party is right it now. Sure it is. You know. And, and what we were talking about, there's a news story out this morning. <clears throat> you know, we've been following the plight of the whales yeah, who, with horrible. all these stupid windmills, are messing up their internal sonar and radar and they're beaching themselves over 40 so far in new jersey God, alone you know, over 40 and they're alone. in danger there's not a lot of them right and so biden is going to put all these along the the texas coastline and and the gulf coastline where they're going to get blown over the next time a hurricane comes yeah. in how stupid is that and you and i have to pay to put them back up repair them but Here's the other radar it's messing with, screwing with. It's screwing with our military radar. With our, so with a, yeah, it's, that's what I've, I was reading that well, last night. So our military, yeah, well, <laughs> we can't defend our coastline because sorta, our pilots can't see. You sort of need to be able to defend the coastline when you're surrounded by it. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> unless you're Joe and and you're on the take from China and China wants to sail warships right over here to Louisiana and Beaumont, Texas. Right. Then you screw up our radar so China can sail their ships right over here because you're accepting money from china but the bottom line is even the coast guard can't go out and do search and rescue because they don't have radar they fly in bad weather well isn't this the theme though of that whole agenda sure the fallout really doesn't matter it's all collateral damage as long as we achieve what we want to want to achieve politically and economically because you know people are making crap loads of money yeah. Off these companies that make the parts for these things. Well, that's what I was saying this morning. This is two things. Number one, all their politically connected friends are making a oh, ton yeah. of money, yeah. and they make political contributions. <clears throat> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And and you know they also give dowries to to universities where these politicians' kids end up going to school and all those kind of things. They end up yeah. with a really nice car and a bank account in the Cayman Islands and all these things that happen. Uh, that's number one. Number two is they end up controlling all of us. Mike, the trucker, just called me on the way back, and he said, I know I'm going to get back there, and there's going to be rolling blackouts and brownouts in our area. And it, yeah, the bottom line is that I have to be that way. That's how they control us. Well, It's control. 
it's a real money maker to control people. If you we learned anything from history, you know, list for me the last dictator on planet Earth or down through the annals of history who was poor, right? Who really had to pinch pennies? None of them. None okay, of them. they they control people to make the money, to cycle the money, to recycle the money. You know, we 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 always try to attach some beret wearing revolutionary. Uh, revolutionaries nonsense to this stuff, but it's really about just controlling people and money, 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 money. That's all it is. Living the life. That's what it is. And that's what the Biden crime family is doing. We, yeah. we, got, we got some news about them this morning, too, which we'll hit on. Yes. So as the morning goes forward. Anyway, my interview with Scott Lebedo is over on the uh, Treyware page. It's also on the uh, you know podcast and all that stuff at KTSA.com. And yeah, we'll make him a regular, Elaine. That'll be fun. We'll do that. All right, I want to tell you about uh, Foundation Support Specialists with all the heat out there, 110 degrees in San Antonio some spots yesterday yeah you've got expansion and contraction going on with your soil soil is drying out around your foundation right now and if that happens what can happen there is you can begin to get some cracking with your foundation starts out around the edges but then you get a crack right down the middle and it can be diagonal it can be uh, horizontal when you get that then you start to have foundation failure and when you get foundation failure the structure starts to fail as well and it can end up costing you tens of thousands tens of thousands of dollars to repair that kind of damage so what you want to do is get our friends from foundation support specialists out for a free inspection of your foundation won't cost you a thing when you mention trey Ware at ktsa they'll do it absolutely free that way you'll know what's going on with your foundation log on to the website use that name again Ware w-a-r-e at foundation support specialist.com the extreme heat continues today 102 for the high 75 right now ktsa Good morning, working an accident in Congress. 7 to 9, uh, Monday through Friday, right here on KTSA. Well, you know, the, the crap about the Bidens just keeps stacking up all around us, you know. And uh, uh, it, it came out yesterday, and I, it, it, well, I... But let me predicate this with... I don't know why more Democrats or moderates aren't just tired of this crap, of defending this crap. Okay, they're all obsessed with Donald Trump and this audio that came out yesterday, and I listened to it, and whatever. You've got mountains of evidence that not only Joe Biden, but his entire freaking family, basically, was in a plot to not only sell meetings. We This came out yesterday where these Hunter Biden goes to these state dinners and these functions, and he invites these guys to soften him up and promise him stuff making business deals, you know, on the taxpayer's dime, basically. Uh, it's amazing to me that most more moderate moral Democrats than they're out there just say, hey, I can't defend this guy anymore. I can't defend these people. Came out yesterday. Uh, they looked at all the White House visitor logs, right? Mm-hmm. And no, we know Hunter Biden's been there a lot, and there's no record of it. In fact, there's no records on the visitor logs, which legally they're supposed to maintain as I understand it, and are supposed to be, you know, open to the public. People are should be able to see who the president is having meetings with. That's why you keep a log. Well, none of the Bidens are on it. There's a few token entries, but they trace it all the way back to the Obama years when he was vice president, and there's no Bidens on that log. And we know they've had ex- guys like Hunter Biden have had extended stays. So you, know, you ask the obvious question. Well, it, first off, it, 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 it completely invalidates this claim that they're the most transparent administration in, in, in American history. Uh, and secondly, if there's nothing funky going on, if there's nothing shady going on, why would you have to excise him, excise especially him from the, from the visitor logs? Why wouldn't you want people seeing that? 
you know, and I and I and I'm watching all this unfold, and I'm reading all this stuff, uh, and even looking at more of the evidence about how the, you know, the DOJ rolled in there and stopped this IRS investigation. And again, it's it's almost indisputable at this point what exactly was going on, and and these people in the media go on on go off on he's just being a good dad. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's just being a good dad. Mm-hmm. He loves his son. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 bull crap these people are able to look into a camera with, and espouse just is you think he can't be shocked. Well, first of all, on the on the moderate Democrats, I don't know of any. Uh, Maybe they I, I, don't. They, they don't exist, exist anymore. Maybe so not. we're now to a point where the battle lines have been drawn between Republicans and Democrats, or the right and the left in this country, and 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 those lines are, will never be blurred again. We, we don't have anybody right down the center anymore, and certainly on the Democrat side, they. They have bought off on all of this, and they will defend their position uh, to the death. So it's futile to be looking, as far as I'm concerned, at at some Democrat who's going to stand up and try to, um, you know, uh, stand against this or say, you know, this is horrible or what he's doing is horrible or whatever. I talked about this a lot this morning because it's, it's now becoming abundantly clear to me that the, uh, the Jack Smith, uh, charges the 37 charges and i and i hate to use the whole pun of trumped up so i'm not using it but i am saying those charges are trumped up well yeah um when you yeah well yeah <laughs> when, when you've got people like this this whole uh, audio thing that you know cnn and now abc is playing on our station when you've got people that testified under oath that says the man was not holding any paper in his hand he he did not have right. paper now he's got papers on his desk well sure but he's not He's not flashing around these top secret documents going, this is Millie's plan to arrest, and you're, you're looking at this. That was not what was going on, and people testified under oath to say that. But yet, you know, Wolf and the boys over at CNN and the guys over here on ABC, they don't say that. What they say is, is Trump had a document in his hand, and he well, was yeah. showing it around top secret document and all of that kind of crapola. Jack Smith, <clears throat> first of all, Trump's attorneys should should file for a mistrial immediately. Jack Smith ought to go to prison for releasing this data. What he's trying to do is taint the jury pool. That's it against Donald Trump. That's well, all he's trying and to the do. And the election. Here. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, you know. I mean, and, and, but, uh, you just look at it at the stark re- in the stark reality of it. You're you want to put this ex president into a cage yeah. because you allege he had a couple of papers that he shouldn't have had. Meanwhile, you have mountains of evidence saying the current sitting president yeah. has spent most of his adult life selling policy. It is the uh, and that's fine. In in my view, that is the reason he got into politics. Yeah, he, he's well, a mafioso yeah. boss. He's a don, and <laughs> his whole reason for getting into politics was to do what they're doing, which is shaking down wealthy foreign governments for you in exchange for U.S. policy to line their pockets. Let's take a break. We'll continue. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. All right. Quick break. More Warren Rima coming up on the other side, and we'll continue our conversation about this. Lifestyles Unlimited with Financial Freedom, Livestream.com. That's Financial Freedom, Livestream.com. They are the real estate mentors that will teach you how to invest in real estate and start making money. And I'm talking about repeated amounts of money that come to your mailbox. Um, if you're interested in that, now you're going to work at this, and, but if you'll work at it, you can retire in five years or less. And David Fisher and Dale Walmsley and the team at Lifestyles Unlimited will show you exactly how to do that. They'll teach you the guiding principles that you need to know to start investing in real estate and start making money at it. How do you identify the property that's right for you? How do you put together f- the financing? How do you sell that property for a profit and then turn it over into more properties and continue your business model? How do you pass this on to your kids? 
kids and your grandkids so they have a financial legacy they can live off of. All of these things they discuss at FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Use my name as your promo code because they got all kinds of great discounts for you. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Hi, Trey Ware for Diamond Decks of San Antonio. Do you like... One, two, three, four. 738, it's Warren Ryman, KTSA. We were talking about the Biden crime family. Yeah. We'll continue that discussion now. So you got mountains of evidence, for people who are just tuning in, we got mountains of evidence against the Biden crime family right. shaking down foreign governments for millions of dollars. And yet you got Donald Trump who had a few papers in his uh, garage, not garage, but in his bathroom. It was Joe that had them in a garage. And it's funny, you don't hear about those. Um, and, and he was negotiating with NARA to get those back to Washington, D.C. I smell a setup like you would not believe. Oh, yeah. I think the dude was totally set up, right? Oh, totally yeah. set up. Uh, and now we're finding out that he didn't actually have the papers that ABC and CNN were claiming that he had on this audio that had been widely released. Don't screw up a good anti-Trump story with the facts. Right. <laughs> what they were doing, was, what, what Jack Smith is trying to do is is taint a jury pool. That's all. Oh, yeah. That's all that is. Meanwhile, we got another WhatsApp from Hunter that came out yesterday from 2017. And uh, he basically says here, the Bidens are the best at doing exactly what the chairman capitalize wants done which he is saying clearly in my view the chairman aired in china you know whatever you want done we're the best at getting it done 10 million dollars <laughs> yeah. needs to go in the account that he told this to uh, this this uh, his name was dong Wen dong uh yi Ximing. and he's now gone or dead they don't know where this guy is so you know obviously doing business with the bidens if you get crossed up with them can can cost you your life but he demanded $10 million, apparently, in this WhatsApp deal. Got 100000 deposited the very next day. That's on top of what the whole Ukraine thing, you remember that? Right. That we talked about, the $10 million that came from there. And yet, the media is not talking about this. So last hour, I was saying, look, here's the bottom line, like we did with Prop A. The media is going to cover, they're going to run defense for this guy, and they're going to cover for this guy, and they're not going to talk about this. It's going to take an army of conservatives out there, like we did with Prop A, Telling our the guy the bar right. barber and our oil change guy and the people who are serving us at the table, telling them what's going on because they're not going to get it from these other media sources. No, they're not. And you know, I, I forget who it was that that said this. Uh, maybe it was Orwell. I don't remember now. But you, you know, the the greatest act of rebellion you can engage in is to speak the truth. Just speak the truth. I mean, as you go about your life, just speak the truth. So, you know, that's really the best thing anybody can do because as we found out with Prop A and we found out with the propositions a couple of years before that, that a lot of people just don't know. And, and if they're getting all their information from these corrupt sources, these propagandists, they're not going to know. I mean, I, I explained Prop A to all kinds of people during that, that those few weeks and they had no idea. Mm-mm. You know, so if you look at if it's 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 kind of hard to comprehend from our perspective and the folks listening, because by virtue of the fact that you're listening to us, you're somebody who keeps up on this stuff. So you're watching all this stuff happen. You know about the border. You know about the Bidens and the corruption. You know about all this stuff. But man, a crapload of people have no clue. And even when they do hear about it, they choose not to believe it. Well, that's true too. Uh, when I talked to John Hayward last hour. I said, what do you think is going to happen with this whole election stuff? And he said, why should any of it change? And he's right. 
there have been no moves made whatsoever to change it at the local level using machines that can be tampered with. Right, right. right. And the whole thing, all the way up to the mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting, it's all in place for yeah. 2024. So it doesn't matter if they're running a corpse, which they're essentially doing. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> they are. Watch him walk. He's, <laughs> he's a corpse. Got the, he's got the dementia shuffle going yeah, on there. Yeah, absolutely right. So it doesn't matter if they run this guy. They've already got this figured out, how they're going to peg this. He did not get 81 million votes in 2020. That did not happen. No, no. So they've already, that's why they're not worried about it. That's not why they're, they're – you, you, sh- you don't see Democrats showing any concern about this. they got the worst candidate in the history of American politics running, and they're not worried about it because they got to figure it well, out. Well, uh, the people who are least worried at the poker table are the people who have already cheated and know they're going to win. There you go. You know, there so you I they look, they've had two election cycles, major election cycles to get this cheat right. OK, they screwed it up the first time around and Hillary Clinton didn't get elected and a, a peasant class person like Donald Trump got in. They successfully, I believe, did it the last time. And uh, so they perfected their uh, their methodology. Uh, you know, I, I and, and it's kind of a double edged sword to talk about it. Because you want to talk about, especially with what we do for a living, but at the same time, you don't want to discourage people to the point where they're like, nothing I can do. That's right. Yeah. You know. Um, Jason called in this morning, and he said that exact same thing. He said, you know, we still have to get out, and we got to vote. Well, yeah. And he's absolutely right. You have got to turn out, and you got to get other people to turn out. But I'll, I'll tell you how brazen these people are. We talked about this yesterday, how he's parading Hunter around right now, basically in, in a public eye going, hey, look at us. You can't touch us. We're untouchable. You know, We've been ripping off countries for years, yeah. but you can't touch us. Well, check this out. They're sending Joe Biden out on the road today to give a series of speeches. He, he always reads his instructions from the teleprompter. <laughs> Tucker had that on last night on his Twitter show. 20, 83% of Americans, Republicans and Democrats, 83% of Americans hate Joe Biden's economy. 83% right. hate it. Right. We've had 26 months of negative wage growth, which means yeah. the wages have not kept up with inflation. People are going backwards. They're not making more money, but it's costing them more money. So negative wage growth has been right. going on for 26 straight months under Joe Biden. Guess what they're pushing him out to talk about today? What? Bidenomics and how great it is. <laughs> Saying that Americans feel better. In fact, Americans Where? feel great <laughs> about their finances yeah. thanks to Joe. KJP was saying that yesterday as they're launching him out there to talk about how great Americans feel that, you know, Joe's in charge of their economy. So, again, right. not only are they doing this with with all the crime and all the criminal activity, but they're doing it with stuff that's just totally fake. But, see, that's where maybe there's a, a chink in their, in their armor there, in a sense, okay, because people have to live the economy. You, you may or may not, depending on where you live in this country, directly experience the crisis on the border. You may or may not uh, give a crap about uh, multinational corrupt deals concerning politicians and investing firms in China and all that stuff. But, baby, you got to live in the economy. Democrats got to live in the the same economy you and I got to live in. So I, you know, at some point, if you're if you know you're struggling and you know that things are a lot tougher for you now than they were two, three years ago. All right. At some point, reality's got to sink in. You got to say, "Hey, that's not happening." But I, I don't. Again, I don't know because a lot of people, whatever they shovel out, they just swallow whole, and and that's the God's honest truth. And you can't deter you. You and I have both, and I both on and off the air have tried to talk to people who are of that mindset, and there's no getting around it. Right. 
they believe it absolutely, whatever they say. And so, you know, unfortunately, I think you could never, uh, you could never really uh, discount the moron vote because there's a lot of them out there. I mean, increasingly, I realize just how many people are choosing to buy into all this crap, whether yeah. whether they're suffering or not. Yeah. Whether their families are are doing well or not, it's it's bizarre. So I, I don't know, and I don't know what the, what's at the heart of that because you'd think at some point when it starts affecting people directly, no matter what letter is after their name, you'd think they'd react. I've never seen anything like it. I haven't and, either. And I've been it's following weird. American politics for 50 years. I've never seen anything like what we're experiencing right now. No. Usually when you're having a time like this, you know, a great inspirational leader, okay, you know, Jimmy Carter just had us in crap, and along came Ronald Reagan and said, new day in America, man, I'm optimistic, great things are going to happen, and look what happened. He, he steamrolled both, uh, you know, Jimmy Carter and Walter Mondale yeah, yeah. because, you know, people saw what he could do. We have the same type of leader in Donald Trump, and look what they're doing to him. Trying to destroy every aspect of the man's life. Well, it's not just his life. It's not just keeping him out of the Oval Office. Uh, They're trying to erase his legacy because those four years, he kicked ass on on just about every level. And whether you love him or hate him, you can't take that away. (laughs) You can't can't deny it. That's a reality. That's right. And And they're trying to rewrite history as they go because what do you hear all the time? You either it's same old Obama bullcrap. You either hear that we inherited this crappy economy, or Trump's economy was failing, or just like what you're saying, they're just blatantly going out and saying, "No, the economy's great." All right. Just saying it, yep. which is absolute bullcrap. I mean, you can anybody can look at a financial report online in 30 seconds and see what a bunch of crap that is. You can look at your monthly budget and see what a bunch of crap that is. Doesn't matter, <laughs> as long as they say it. Remember the model. Persecute, prosecute, kill. Yeah. I That's mean, the model. And, I, and we're on that road. I'm, I'm not being, you know, over the top. I think I'll think either one of us in saying that I'm, I worry about Donald Trump's health. Every day. Man. Every day. <laughs> Every day I do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A quick break here. Uh, we got the days for you coming up next here on KTSA. Stevens Roofing protects your most valuable investment, which is your home, right? You got a lot of money investing in your home. You want it to be protected by the absolute best. Then you want Stevens Roofing overhead at your home local San Antonio company, and go with San Antonio. Go local, buy local, stay local, and Stevens is your local roofing contractor. They understand what's happening with your roof right now, all the heat that's baking down on your roof, and that really starts to dry out the shingles, and then, of course, you've got everything else with a vent pipe, uh, caulking around the vent pipe, that starts to dry out. You get leaks down in there, and that's when you start getting water in the attic next time you get a, a rainstorm, big rainstorm, uh, starts to leak through those vent pipes, or maybe even some shingles will crack, become so brittle they crack and come off. Those kind of things do happen. And our friends at Stevens Roofing, they understand that because they're from here. They're not a fly-by-night, go-through-town, and rip-you-off organization. They'll take great care of you. Stevens Roofing has your family covered. Check them out today at stevensroofing.net. Bank failures, the Federal Reserve. Little Lenny Kravitz music. I like Lenny. I do, too. Any great? He's cool. Playing everything on this record, by the way. Boy, that guy is popular with the ladies. Man. KTSA and Kitchen Designed by Giovanni, presenting Operation Interdependence now through next Tuesday. Collecting needed items for our troops deployed around the world. You can also make a cash donation at KTSA.com. KTSA.com, all the details brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops. Well, Trey, it's, uh, what is it, June 28th. Again, I have to say... That month went fast, man. Sure. It's, we're already a, th- a quarter of the way into into summer, a third of the way. 
Uh, it's Caps Locks Day. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Make sure you lock your caps today. <laughs> people do that all the time, don't they? I hate when people do that. I don't know why it annoys me. It just feels loud. You gotta yell. I got a friend, <laughs> and I don't know why he does this. He's a good friend, but he r- posts everything in all caps. Uh-huh. You ever notice? I don't know why he does it. And I don't know why we, we've been so trained like little Pavlovian dogs that all caps means somebody's yelling. Uh-huh. That when I see it, I hear somebody yelling. Isn't that weird? Uh-huh. Just, isn't that trippy in and of itself? Uh-huh. We're just, we are. We're being trained, man. We are. That's right. It's International Body Piercing Day. No, thanks. Nope. I might do the ears at some point. I used to have an earring a hundred years ago in olden times. I might do that again. I got one in 1980, whatever it was, when I took over this very soft elevator music station (laughs) and made it soft rock. Right. I had to get an earring so you know everybody know we weren't an old fart station anymore. (laughs) Dumbest thing I ever did in my life. Dumbest thing. What didn't you like about it? I just look stupid. You look stupid. Yeah, you're not really an earring wearing guy. Just look stupid on me, man. It really did. Well, I'm gonna let my hair and beard grow again. I'm gonna get all Rasputin looking, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get me some earrings. Did you see that I grew that I that I took my hair off? Yes. When I got back from Florida, I got it all cut because it's so hot out there. Yes. So hot. That's the only thing about having hair. I'll grow it back when it cools off. It's uh, International Ceviche Day. Okay. I like ceviche. You ceviche. I made some about a couple of weeks ago. It was tasty. You sure did. Made and me it, a little sick, but it was tasty. That's right. You came into work that morning. You're like, ceviche, ceviche, ceviche. maybe the shrimp wasn't as fresh as perhaps it should have been. Yeah. Uh, I had some difficulties. Year old shrimp. Uh, <laughs> it's the Dao Day. The Dao Day Ching, uh, which I studied for the brief time that I was in college. Okay. The Dao De Ching, which is uh, everything, basically. Right. <laughs> right. Everything. Mm. And that's all I got, Trey. It's it's a pretty uh, pretty boring day for holidays. I, I, I did just stumble across uh, a story, though, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Just briefly, you know, if you didn't think things were going to hell prior, we had a young man, uh, Tristan Statina, 19 years of age, from Minnesota, you know, mm-hmm. who apparently went into a local restaurant in that town he lives there in Ufta. And the kid starts chucking Skittles at people. Yeah, I saw that. He was yeah. bouncing Skittles off of pizza, people's heads. He has a little heart tattoo mm. under his eye. Mm-hmm. One woman claimed the Skittle hit her so hard in the back that it left stinging pain. What is wrong with people? He was eventually wrestled to the ground by police, <laughs> by the popo. What is going on? And uh, he resisted arrest, you know, and, and tried to trip a cop. And then, you know, they, they got his little schmucky ass into a cage. What he just went into the restaurant and, just and started start throwing skittles, candy at people. You I know, suppose there are worse things you can throw at people, but yeah, well, it's a lot, like though, yourself. Don't you think? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll take the break, and uh, I, I just gave you a display of something that's going on in America. Oh uh, yes, you did. I can't so unsee it. Let's tie. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's just good. Let's tie these two stories yes. together when we get back. Yes. All right. Where and rhyme and continue. KTSA. Hi, this is Danny Bose from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, monsieur. Bonjour, how you doing? We're in tech. We're we're French people in Texas. Bonjour, how you doing? Bonjour, (laughs) y'all. My bucky is bigger than yours. 
don't even get me started. Mm. I've got a I've got a, a very very close f- family member who lives in that area. He's in, actually in North Carolina. In Tennessee. Oh oh yeah. He's in North Carolina. Right. He, say, he says I just got to drive a couple hours west and I'll be at the biggest Bucky's. Ha ha ha. In Tennessee. That's right. My Bucky's bigger than your Bucky. Don't you, even. You want, would you like to compare sizes? We can compare sizes. Of our Bucky's. That's taken our relationship a little too far. Oh, Coaches. Bucky's. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. See, no, there you not. went right in the toilet. No, I didn't. In the toilet. The toilet. I did not. So, prior to the newscast with Captain Don Morgan, yes, you were talking about this kid in Minnesota who goes in and he starts throwing Skittles at people. <laughs> just like, to do know, it, right, you know. Throwing Skittles at people. Yeah. And he gets arrested for that. Last night on the Gutfeld Show, he got more explicit and found more explicit, and I do mean explicit video, of these, uh, these queer parades that happen all over the country, and one of them in uh, San Francisco. But this is not just in San Francisco. This is happening other places as well, where they're going totally nude <clears throat> in these uh, queer parades. Yeah. And um, in some instances, they're like up on the floats beating each other and spanking each other it's and making out. It's gross, man. It, it, it's a, it, what it is is a traveling orgy. Yeah, that's, that's what it is, right? And in the video that uh, that he was showing last night on his show was uh, kids lined up on the curbs. Now, you know, you really got to wonder about parents who take their kids to such events. Yes, I do. Yeah. The parents <laughs> what are the there. What the wrong with you? And they're laughing because they think this is funny. Oh, but yeah. I showed you, and I'll try to describe it on the air. It's explicit. I'll try to describe it. But he showed, and of course he pixelated the penises out, right? Right, Okay, right. but you got guys that are absolutely nothing on at all. They're naked. Socks and shoes. Right. And they walk over to the kids who are sitting on the curb, like if you were here at the at the Battle of Flowers parade. Kids all lined up on the curb, right? And he walks over and he puts his hands on his knees and he spreads his legs open, so you know his junk is hanging out. God, I'm sorry to be explicit. No, no, but no. People need, no I, people need to understand. People need to know. People need to know what's going on here. His junk is literally hanging, you know, and he starts to thrust his hips backward and forward, and you know what that does. In front of a kid. And you know what that does when you're a man. Well, yes. Okay. Don't need to get more explicit than that. Everybody understands what I'm saying. And there's kids sitting on the curb, and uh, they showed a couple of the kids in the video, and and I'm telling you, they look like they wanted to run, they wanted to hide. They the parents are laughing. The kids are like, the parents are laughing. Parents think it's adorable. And the kids are like, I want to throw up. You could tell in a couple of them, they, they actually became physically ill. <clears throat> you know, he made a comment last night. He's right on the money again. He said, look, I'm talking about Gunfeld. He said, look, um, we used to have laws against indecent exposure, you know, that these people need to be rotting in jail right now because this is indecent exposure. And he said, Riley Gaines came out and talked last week in front of Congress about how it was horrible to have to change clothes and be exposed in front of Leah Thomas, who was in the, in the dressing room with his junk out. Uh. And we're all now Leah Thomas is all across the country because of the queer parades that are going on with these guys with their junk out sw- swinging in front of kids well and you know what the argument is well you it's your fault because you got a problem with this or you're unevolved that's or you're exactly not woke, right Sean. Or you, you you're a hater and, and here's the dealio okay and this is how i i put all this stuff through the prism of what if i did that if i went down the street or any any place in this town and went up to a kid and dropped my pants and shook my penis in front of them I'd be arrested. As well you should. It's a crime. You know, and you know what? You know, I, I and I, you know, I, I, we've been saying this. You've been saying that. I heard Jack talking about this the other day, and I'm going to start saying it too. Okay. A- specifically as somebody who has supported 
that community in most things for most of my adult life. You know what? You gay people out there that think this is horrible need to start saying something. Yeah. This is your community. (laughs) If Christians were out there dangling their junk in front of kids, as a Christian, I'd be the first guy out there saying, hey, that's not me. This needs to stop. The gay community needs to come out and say something about this. Over and over again. Yeah, because this, you explain to me in what context that's good. Shaking your genitals in front of a, or just anything. I saw uh, in Seattle, okay, now look at it, look at it. In Seattle, they had a little booth set up for kids where they could come up and throw fake bricks at pictures of Republicans. Exactly right. At, at a gay outing, right? At a right? gay thing, Gay yeah. thing that they were having, a gay event that they were having going on. Well, the same thing is true. E- even if they just were naked and walking along, you it's, still can't do it. I can't it's, walk it's, naked in front of anybody, but let alone a kid. And, you know, to have a rolling orgy that's oh, rolling along on these floats and they're doing all kinds of crazy, kinky crap, and you're supposed to... Because of it's a specialized group, you're supposed to buy off on it. You're supposed to applaud it. You're supposed to laugh at it. You're supposed to enjoy it. And here they are walking over. God. It's clear what he was doing. And, and it, he wasn't the only one, by the way. This is not just an anomaly. Oh, that's one crazy guy. We'll blow this off. No, they were all doing crazy crap like this. And they, you know, look at one guy. He walks over him. And there were others who did it too. And he's just shaking his stuff in front of kids. And you don't even see that. They don't even do that at the bottom. And I've never been there. But I understand they don't go naked and walk around in front of each other like that at the bottom. Well, I have been there. And I've never seen any gate. There you go. Naked people strolling around the bottom right and so see why, people just enjoying themselves and having a few drinks why do we allow it on the streets of america I, I i don't it's it's so beyond bizarre at this point i i i have no idea no you can't I, explain I, it. I, I i really can't it is stunningly bizarre and sick and and you're traumatizing kids if you get naked in front of a little kid you are traumatizing them you're assaulting them that's why it's a crime and yet nobody is doing anything about it. And I, I'm supposed to think this is adorable and cute. And you know what else I can't stomach? This choose love crap. Let me tell you something. If you're getting naked in front of a kid, you're not choosing love. No, you're not. If you're encouraging kids to hate Republicans because you don't like their politics, yeah. you're not choosing love. Yeah. If you want to lay a baseball bat upside a breeder's head, Okay, because they don't accept they they have an idea that there's only two biological genders and you want to kick somebody's ass or beat up a woman when you're a man in a dress, okay? You're not choosing love. You're choosing the opposite. So, and more gay people need to start standing up against well, this. Well, that's and, and remember, I started to say that how many weeks ago did I start you to did. say? It's your, you did. You did. Absolutely. And they you need did. to do that or else here's what's going to happen. Every broad brush, everybody in that community is going to. People are going to see that and they're going to go. See, I told you that's exactly who gays are. Right. That's they are representing these people here on television are representing everybody in the gay community. And I have a very close friend of mine whose neighbors who live across the street have been married for several years now. Right. Gay couple that's been together probably thirty years. Some of the sweetest people oh, yeah. that you will ever know, and they would never walk the streets in front of a kid swinging their junk in front of a kid's face they would never do that but i'm gonna tell you that's exactly exactly how it's going to be portrayed well exactly. they're the ones front and center you know yep. i mean it, 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 in the christian community you could say the equivalent are these guys that get out there and like benny hinn and they you know and they and they do all this crazy yeah. crap and they're the face for people right. of the christian church same thing with the gay community 
these guys swinging their stuff around and doing all this weird crap in front of kids and, in fact, demanding an audience of kids, okay, they're the people, they're the gay people that everybody else sees. They don't see you just going to work and coming. I got a buddy of mine who's got a, had a partner for, for decades, and they're a great pair of guys. They're just wonderful people. They're just going to work and paying their bills. In fact, I asked him the other day, a couple days ago, I said, what do, you, what do you think about all this? He says, I wish everybody would just leave everybody alone. Well, see, for, <laughs> for most of them, that's the least interesting part of their life. Well, it is. For most of them, that doesn't matter. For most of them, but what, what you're dealing with here, and, and, and maybe what I'm trying to say is, and what I've been trying to say is, they ought to like get together with local sheriffs and authorities and have a press conference and say, we support these guys arresting these other perverts. These other perverts that, you know what I'm saying? Leaders well, yeah. from the community ought to be saying, we we want these perverts and pedophiles to be arrested. We want them yeah. to go to jail. Now, there's a group out there they're called Gays Against Grooming, which, and I, you got to applaud them because they're out there trying to make some noise. But the problem is, and you know it and I know it, and you see this in a lot of these different communities with the true zealots on the fringe of activism, is that if you come out against that within that community, you are ostracized. You are. Look at what happened with uh, they were honoring uh, Richard Grinnell. Uh, in California, yeah. first openly gay cabinet member member ever in the history of this country, and they were honoring him. Happens to be a Republican. All the they, they all all the Democrats got up and walked out, turned their backs on a gay man being honored for being the first openly gay member of a presidential cabinet, and they shunned him. That's true. But what happens is if you don't start standing up, everything you've worked for for the past oh, yeah. 30 years is going to go away. I agree. The, these idiot pedophiles that shake their junk in kids' faces, everything you guys have worked for for 30 years is going to be over with. Over I, well, it, it's, because it's that's being what, destroyed. That's exactly right. It's going to be torn down. By a right. sub-community of a sub-community called the trans community. And I'm sorry, not all those people are gay. I'm, there's a lot of dudes out there that are putting on dresses because it allows them to win competitions and scholarships. Sure it does. They get more hits on their stupid little sure. videos. They make money as influencers, and they're as straight as I am. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, we, we've got the story. We, we've covered it yesterday a little bit uh, out of New Jersey, where the state of New Jersey is now suing the school districts for telling parents that their kids are transitioning. Oh, for crap's sake yeah, you know yeah you've got school districts who are trying to tell tell parents hey look your kid is transitioning you drop him off as as bobby and he lives during the day at school as sue ellen and then puts back on his jeans and co comes home as bobby the schools are trying to tell the the parents about this the state of new jersey is suing the schools for telling parents that their kids are transitioning that's great we, we're living in the craziest time I, I told you i've been doing this for 50 years on the air following politics and i've never seen it this it's, it's really upside down it, it really boggles the mind I'll how you, upside down it really is, I'll man. tell you something else, and I, I've mentioned, you know, Lot and Sodom and the whole thing. Read that story over again in your Bible. But I've also mentioned Rome, and Rome was a traveling orgy, and that's what we're seeing in the streets of America today, a traveling orgy. Well, you know, at the heart of uh, evil is narcissism, I think, and uh, that never ends well. <laughs> right. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. I want to tell you about Texas Rhino Shield. If you're considering a new paint job for your home don't use that old thin paint from back in the day use rhino shield because as you well know most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed for about two to three years against peeling and cracking rhino shield comes with a 25-year non-prorated transferable warranty against peeling cracking and chipping you're one and done 
Now, Rhino Shield goes on like paint, but it's not paint. It's a ceramic coating. It's eight times thicker than regular paint. His stuff is beautiful. Comes in all the different colors. It's mold, mildew, and fade resistant. And by the way, here we are facing another 100 plus degree day. And Rhino Shield adds insulation value to your walls and roofs. It reduce, helps reduce your utility bills as well. It's great for homes and businesses. It can be applied to any surface at all. And if you mention where, when you get in touch with Rhino Shield, they're going to take $500 off your application project with Rhino Shield. Find out more about it today at TexasRhinoShield.com. TexasRhinoShield.com. That extreme heat continues today about 102 for the high. 77 right now, KTSA. Good morning for the most part in good shape. And FM 1071. And it's 823. We're where in Rima. I'm Trey. He is Sean. We do this uh, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9. Well, a little pop culture. We got a little pop culture news yeah. yesterday that's uh, history making. And that Pat Sajak is uh, obviously retiring, which we already kind of knew. And little wee Ryan Seacrest <laughs> is going to be taking over. Uh, duties at the Wheel of Fortune. Van is going to stay on. Uh, Sajak did that for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, you know, Ryan Seacrest isn't my cup of tea, but man, you got to hand it to that guy. That guy, and uh, I saw Trace Gallagher talking about it yesterday. He, he's got so many jobs. In L.A., he's got a morning radio show. Yep. He does. Uh, I guess he does podcasting as well and has other platforms where he does stuff. Uh, he's, uh, the go-to guy for all the red carpet, all the major award shows, which he half the time is producing. Dick Clark was his mentor. You know, he's, he's, he's a busy little guy mm-hmm. and now he's going to be doing wheel of fortune. And I, I think that's a, per- I'm not a fan of the show, but I think that's a perfect match. I think Ryan Seacrest is the perfect guy to plug in there because he's the real deal. You know, he's just one of those, he, 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 first off, being very successful, and the guy worked his ass off. He's one of those guys that has worked his ass off, and you got to respect that, mm-hmm. you know. And this is a great opportunity for him. He's going to make a kajillion more dollars. <laughs> uh huh. And and you know he he's just that guy that you know I I think I don't know what he believes politically, which I think is kind of interesting too. You really don't know what Ryan Seacrest, as far as I know, he, does he talk politics? That's, I don't, a, that's the secret to his success. He really does. It. You know, I couldn't tell you what his politics are. That's why he's successful. But he is extraordinarily good at what he does, mm-hmm. and he works his ass off. That's, that, that's the American ideal, in my opinion. He's the quintessential MC. Yeah. That's the, and, and he's always been that. Yeah. And if you want to do that kind of career, you have to be in L.A. doing a morning show. Oh, yeah. When Sonny Melendez left this station and went out there, he got the Beretta gig and it got the deal right. with Casey Kasem. He filled in for Casey on the AT Top 40 and all that stuff. Why? Because all those guys that live in L.A. listen to morning radio. Oh, they yeah. go, oh that guy would be great doing oh, yeah. this, that, and the other. You don't hardly have to audition for anything. Ryan is 48. From, from he's one, not even 50, No, man. no, he's 48, wow. and you're right. He has worked his butt off. I understand. This is what I respect about him. I understand from people who know him. I've never sh- spoken to him at all. But people who know him say that he is not a backstabbing, you know, climbing, ladder-climbing right. guy who's stepping on bodies while he's climbing, that he is actually a pretty – he's a decent guy. He's a nice too. guy. Right. Uh, but yet, right now, you've got all these people, and it happens when you become successful in this business – you get people who are not successful that really, <laughs> honestly, need to be doing something else with their lives, right? Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> and all they, right, and all they can do is criticize those that right. are. And so you've got those guys out there who have been all over Twitter all night going, "Well, give somebody else a chance, would ya?" Oh, stop it! No, uh, look, he can do the job, 
producers see a lot in him. He just left the Kelly show. I see him overnight yeah. on the Kelly and Kelly and Ryan show. Oh, right, right. She's now got her husband, Mark Consuelo, doing it with her. But anyway, I mean, he was on there for the longest time. He's been everywhere, and he does a good job when he does it, whether it's New Year's Eve or, like you say, the red carpet. He's very good at what he does. Yeah. He's made himself into a franchise mm-hmm. all by himself. And I, and I was out there for, I don't know, nine months, and I – I couldn't do it. I mean, that that's a whole different level. You're yeah, at sure. a whole different vibration. Mm-hmm. You really got to – you're either going to be one of two people in, in, that, in L.A., and you know this as well. Mm-hmm. You're either going to be a guy like Ryan Seacrest where you just keep doing what it is you do, mm-hmm. and every opportunity you get to do more of what you do, you will make a name for yourself. You'll make a mark. And then there's the other kind who are the backstabbers and who are the game players. Mm-hmm. and there, There's a lot of – I mean, that's – at a fever pitch in a place like that. So anybody who can roll into L.A. and accomplish what that guy's accomplished, you know, and, be, and, and again, by all, you know, testimony, if you will, is a down to, is not a bad guy, you know. Uh, you you got to appreciate and respect that. One thing that I have said over 50 years of doing this that you – actually, it's 49, but, you know, whatever uh, – that you – you know, there's only 12 people that work in this business. So be nice because <laughs> while you're going up, one day you're going to be coming down and whoever you just stepped on is be going, going well, to be going yeah, up. Or you're going to end up working for that person. So be nice to everybody. But but some people are not. It's just, no. you know, it's just I, I've had my back stabbed. I, I was on vacation from here one time, and I was out in, in Las Vegas, and my phone started to blow up from my clients who were calling me and asking me why I didn't tell them I'd been fired. And the guy who came on this show – to to sit in for one week for me, told everybody, Trey's been fired, I'm your new morning man. And he was serious. It wasn't a bit. He was serious right, about that. Right. And he was lobbying the front office up there to have me fired so he could be the new morning man. Oh, um, I've been there. I had a guy fire me because he wanted my job. Guess what he's doing now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and, a week before Christmas. And, and guess what he's doing now? Nothing. Well, they, but they, but see, people like that don't have any staying power. No, I mean, they, they, well, then again, maybe they do. I, I know a few who you know are still at it, but. You know, it, it it can't be a very fun way to live, and and that stuff does carry with you. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as how you treat people, and I learned very early mm-hmm. on. I actually learned in the theater that you know the the people you really want to treat well are the technical people because they're the people Absolutely. that make you look good. Ask you know? <laughs> ask any you know good guitar I mean? player who the most important person is Sound on the guy. tour. <laughs> that guy, that your guitar tech over there, right. who's tuning your stuff. Because if he wants to screw you up, he can make an E right. sound like an F real quick. Yeah. All so right. you know, good on him, man. Yeah. Good, yeah, on, good Ryan on Ryan. Seacrest. Good job. All right, I want to tell you about Amogee Bank. You talk about some blessing people. Ble- they bless people so much over at Amogee Bank every day. That's that's kind of how they live their lives, man. They really believe in blessing people and taking care of people, families. They are your family bank at Amogee Bank, whether it's a family business that I love talking about, by the way. I believe in family businesses, obviously. Been in one, I was born into one and then, you know, started my own working in a family business at age six and worked on up through our family businesses. And Nancy and I have one now that's fairly successful. And Amogee is just great at, at helping you with family-run businesses, both with business advice but also with the money, the capital that you need to grow your family business. They have more than $12 billion in assets. They're strong and firm and solid. Uh, Amogee's been around for a long time. They're a great source of capital here in the state of Texas, and they'll help your family business be the success that you want it to be. So get in touch with them today. They're more than happy to sit down with you at their main office, or if you just want to go want to go buy one of their more than 80 branch locations, that's great too. It's Amogee Bank. Amogee, M-A, uh, <laughs> equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Car wrecks can wreck your life. Well, the extreme heat is continuing. Um, Don Morgan put up a picture of his dashboard yesterday, 108. Good God. Yeah. Good God. I saw 110 as another one that was put up on a, on a dashboard. So uh, everybody's taking pictures of the thermometer on their dashboard and posting that right now. It's stupid hot. It's just stupid hot. <laughs> I mean, even for Texas, it's you got to let me you know. It, it's hot, man. Yeah. It's hot. And my yard needs to be mowed. It's not going to happen until I can get out there at midnight. That's when I'm going to mow. <laughs> Friday night at midnight. Gotta... <laughs> I'll have the lights on. <laughs> the neighbors will love that. Yeah. They, I, yeah you know. <laughs> well, they mow while I'm trying to sleep. Right. Which is 6 p.m. So I got to thank my buddy Brent. He came over and did our lawn for us oh, nice uh, for uh, the other weekend. So yeah. thank you, Brent. What does he charge for that? Did he get a lot he of didn't, money for uh, that? I don't know. He didn't charge anything. Well, hey, Brent, come on. Here's my phone number. <laughs> anyway, I want to tell you about uh, this. You and I do a lot of talking about um, AI. Yes. Yes. And even my granddaughters the other day, 18 and 16, get this, man. They're, they both said, AI's of the devil. They're putting it on your uh, Snapchat. <laughs> you, you, you have Good. to. You have to take it on on your Snapchat. They automatically oh, yeah, put it on. Yeah. It's the weirdest. You know what? Let I mean, me... good that they're seeing it. Oh, yeah. as the devil or yeah. something bad. Bad stuff. Um, let's see here. Let, let let me play with it on my Snapchat. Okay. Sure. This is my AI. Uh, let's just say, I'm just going to tell it good morning, just real quick, and let me see what the response is. Good morning. The response is instantaneous. Good morning. How are you doing today? Like you care, you stinking toaster oven. I'm here with Sean. Watch this. Let's see what it says. I'm here with Sean. It said, that's great. What are you and Sean planning to do today? <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh, uh, rob a bank? Uh, tell it I'm going to shove macaroni and cheese in my ears. <laughs> see what it says. Shoving macaroni and cheese in, in our ears, our ears. <laughs> says um oh well here's a recipe <laughs> oh god <laughs> enjoy meals oh god create a new recipe for macaroni <laughs> oh, and no. cheese oh yeah oh no wait a minute it says that sounds delicious have you ever tried adding bacon bits or jalapenos to your mac no man <laughs> i ain't doing it no <laughs> no have you ever tried adding i just bacon? told you i shoved <laughs> macaroni and cheese in my head and you're providing me with a recipe <laughs> have you ever tried bacon Holy with crap. it when you shove it in your ears so, I hate it. So here's the thing. The story's out. First AI-generated drug enters human clinical trials targeting chronic lung disease patients. Now, this, has a close, this is a close thing to me. This drug was totally and completely developed by AI from beginning until the end. The whole process was AI. Been talking about how AI has been looking at cancer um, agents, cancer-causing agents, cancer-causing um, DNA and everything else, and has been developing cancer drugs. You know, AI has been. Well, this new drug that's going into human testing, the first one created by AI, deals with idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. My mom died at age 63, mm. young, from idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Right. Basically, they do, the idiopathic means they don't understand why. The pulmonary is your lungs, and fibrosis is a hardening of the lungs. They don't understand why, but your lungs, the sacs, right. begin to harden. Right. It can be uh, hereditary, which bothers me quite a bit. 
but it also can be, you know, exacerbated by smoking. And she smoked for, for right. 40 plus years. So that's, you know, it, it is now going into clinical trial where they're going to be testing it on human beings. And so far, so good. If they could cure this or they could ease the pain, there's nothing worse than um, being starved for air when, you, when you're choking oh, to death. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've experienced that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched my, my mom choke to death, right, essentially, right. for you know, gasping for air. Right. And uh, if you can alleviate that, if you can fix that, if you can cure that, then you, you've got a real you know, winner here. So you're going to have some very positive things that have come out. Now, one of the things that I've talked about with for a long time with medical ethics, bioethics for years, has been big pharma. Ever since they cured polio, they have not allowed another disease to be cured. They just manage them through medication. They manage whatever your symptoms are, but they don't cure diseases anymore. COVID will be with us forever. The reason for that is when they cured polio, a bunch of people making braces and iron lungs and everything else went out of business. It cost them billions of dollars in business. Right. I, I happen to personally believe that they have had and been sitting on cures for cancer for a long, long time, and they refuse to do so because just think of all the oncologists and all the machinery and all the chemo and all the therapy that they do and the surgeries right. and everything. You're talking about maybe trillion, trillions of dollars that would be lost if they cured cancer tomorrow. So that's where the bioethics of all of this is going to come in. AI is going to be able to cure things like idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis and help families out like mine or could have helped my mom out, going to help people with cancer or whatever it is that you're suffering with. But then Big Pharma is going to get involved in this. It's going to be interesting to watch that battle. Well, you know, I what's going to be the price? You know, I, I you know, as far as AI and and solving things medically, which you know, I'm sure it'll do some amazing things. When the internet first went up, there was a lot of great stuff about the internet. It just all of a sudden you had the world's greatest library in your hand. You could find information in seconds. Uh, but arguably, it changed our lives in uh, good and bad ways. Social media, same thing. There's a lot of great stuff about social media. I talk all the time about how it's cool to be able to keep up with old friends and 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 do you know promote things you want to promote. But arguably, social media, by and large, has been a very negative thing on the human condition. It really has, I think, caused more bad stuff than good stuff. I think AI is going to be the same thing. It's going to do some great things uh, and possibly... Uh, yeah, come up with some great treatments or cures for stuff. Uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to like about it at the front end. But what's going to be the price? Uh, there's got to be a price. There's going to be some darkness. It, it's it's going to have something bad about it, I think. Uh, now, what that bad thing is, I have no idea as of yet. But the thing that's troubling about AI is the speed at which it evolves. Uh, it evolves instantaneously, you know, pretty much. And once it evolves to a place, not where it has sentience, but where it's making certain kinds of decisions <laughs> that human beings really should be making in regards to other human beings, you know, God knows what... what... I, I, I tell you what, if, if it was all, if it was a really, really great thing that is just the greatest thing that's ever happened to the human race, why are so many people who either helped create it or who really technically understand it warning us about what could happen? The number one is Elon Musk yeah. because he helped create chat, right? Right. Open chat. And that he and the guy, his co-creator on it, have been saying over and over again, you have to set up guardrails for this or it will. And you're absolutely right. 
you know, instantaneously it teaches itself how to evolve. Yeah. And so, like, when it solves the problem of idiopathic uh, pulmonary fibrosis as an example, it teaches itself along the way the things that human beings just can't learn on how to do that again for something else. And, and, and eventually it all sounds great. Like yesterday I was talking about how farmers can't wait to get their hands on these lasers from AI oh, right, right. that destroy weeds in the crops. You have a pure crop without having to worry about weeds being in the crops. Farmers want that really bad. But eventually it starts making decisions, and Elon and all of them that know anything about it have all said the biggest problem with it is one day it decides we're not necessary. Well, yeah, and, and I, I think the, the path to that place, the road to that place, that moment is uh, as we continue to lose the ability to tell a real human from AI. Uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, my fa- one of my favorite movies, Blade Runner, just celebrated its 41st anniversary this past weekend. And there's a company that builds humanoid robots, basically. And their slogan is more human than human. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm looking at AI going, it's already more human than human. It already functions at a level that we cannot and we created it. Uh, how do you how do you put up guardrails against something like that when you really don't know? what the very bad thing uh, could be. So I, I think we should be listening very intently to guys like Elon Musk and some of these other dudes who are warning us about this. Unfortunately, especially in the Western Hemisphere, our, our proclivity is towards better, faster, better, faster, more efficient, better, faster, more efficient, give me what I want now. And I think if we kind of live in that place, then this thing is going to take over everything. Well, what's going to happen, I think, is it, obviously it's going to become smarter and faster than human beings. It already is to yeah. a lot of extent, but it's going to become even more so. We're going to become irrelevant. We're, we're, we're now throwing Skittles at people <laughs> and shaking our junk in front of kids, right? And that's what's going on with the human race right now. This thing comes along. It's brilliant. It can create better poetry, better music than I can create, better poetry than you can create, better all this, all this other other stuff. I I hate it for that, but that's where this is headed. The problem is right now, they're all saying this too, is that China and other countries that want to dominate the world are using it, maximizing it, and if no. we don't, yeah, <laughs> and if we don't, then they control, they use well, it to control us. Yeah, it's 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 going to be the new battlefield in a sense. That's it. They won't have a physical place. You to will it. not have missiles and bombs. No. You're going to have the interkey. Mm. That's it. All right, quick break. More Warren Rama coming up. We'll wrap it up in a second. Bridgehead IT, Bridgehead IT, talking about the future, talking about taking care of your business and the bottom line, which is the bottom line, of course. And Bridgehead IT can help improve the bottom line. If you have cut and cut and cut and cut, trying to save your company money, l- let's let's increase the ledger. Let's talk about how we grow your business and how that's possible with Bridgehead IT and what they can do in creating new innovative ways for your company to grow grow the bottom line, to become more attractive to uh, potential clients, to do a better job with your existing clients. You see, Bridgehead IT can develop these processes that can do that for you and for your company. They do it every day. One of the most important services they provide is cybersecurity, protecting your business from all the hacks that are out there, people trying to get into your business and steal your info. Don't let that happen to you or your company. Get in touch with my friends and yours too. BridgeheadIT.com. Granite and quartz countertops, now 25% off.